This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You know how I have issues with sound in my apartment? Yeah, you hate it. Yes, it doesn't happen here or if it does it's very very rare so because of that like i'm very very relaxed about things okay before i have had to have counseling with my neighbors <laughs> like arbitrary what not the ones that live here no that the building that i live in is good oh. and stuff. but in the past you know when <laughs> i can't stand that when when you go into check out an apartment i swear to you it's like the apartment manager schedules your meeting and your viewing of the apartment when the neighbors aren't around. Mm. So then you go and you're like, oh, this place is pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. Like, move in and then you hear, I don't know, some vacuuming at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. You had counseling for that? I had to have, yes, I had to have counseling with the apartment complex because I may or may not have gone up and threatened them. Multiple times. Wait, don't wear your high heels at 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, right? Uh, Take them off? Yes. Wear them later? But does that deserve a request to die? I gave them the option not to. <laughs> it wasn't like I went up there. I'm going to kill you regardless. If you continue to wear your high heels and tap around at 4 o'clock in the morning, I will end your life. That gives you a pass. If you say, do this, I'm, I'm not going to kill you if you do this. I've warned them so many times. Hmm. Here's the thing. I love my place. But yesterday, there was a rhythmic noise in my apartment all day hmm. and I could not find it and it drove me crazy coming from your apartment mm-hmm. not a neighbor mm-hmm. it was coming from my apartment you know that if even if you listen right now if we're totally quiet can you hear the hear, air like, buzzing of the computers right, yeah. exactly I don't know what it is but I have super hearing when it comes to stuff like that so what was the sound right I I could scream bloody murder in my apartment and no one will hear me. Could someone else scream? Yeah, I've never heard anybody it? scream. I know. Uh-huh. So like it's a good thing and also a bad thing, but a good thing when okay. it comes to the fact that I need a place like that because I go to bed early. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And when I hear people partying and stuff like that, like and I'm in bed, I get jealous. I know that's whatever. Mm-hmm. So lately there's been a lot of construction downtown. Okay. Can you hear that up there? Mm-hmm. A little bit. Depending on where the construction is and what it is, you can kind of hear it. But they finish that at 5 o'clock. So I know earlier I made it sound like I'm absolutely crazy and I can't stand every single noise that you could possibly hear in an apartment. But I know that you can't help some stuff. Life happens. Exactly. 
But yesterday... What? There was this noise, right? It was like a tick, 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 tick. Like a, a triplet tick? Yeah, like tick, tick, tick. Three. Tick, tick, tick. Tick, tick, tick. In my apartment. I was laying on the couch and I heard it. I was How like, loud was it? Not much louder than... Okay. okay, that's right? frustrating. It's frustrating. It's something that you can kind of turn the music up or whatever you're doing and kind of drown out a little bit. I mm-hmm. figured that it was construction. So I just kind of let it go, whatever. It'll stop at five, hopefully. And when it didn't, I went <laughs> went downstairs and went outside and I noticed that it was not construction. <gasps> there was no construction going on. So I go back up to my apartment and I hear it again. Tick, 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 tick. Or tick, tick, tick. And I walk to one window, which is where I thought I heard it. Maybe... The air conditioning is blowing the the shades yeah, or yeah. something like that. Something Because uh, it sounded like it was coming from this one window. No, I grabbed the shades and whatever. Hmm. Then when I get to that window, I think it's coming from a window on the other side of the apartment. The sound's moving? Right, sound's moving. To me, that's scary. <sighs> that's scary. What the hell's in my apartment? What the hell's going on? In the walls of my apartment? What is going on? It's an old building. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 30 stories up, though. So, like... Okay, this could be a concern. What is a tick, tick, tick when you're 30 stories up? So did you continue to search for it? Mm-hmm. Did you find it? I checked the cat box. I what? checked. I, ju- I, just, I just started walking around the apartment to try to follow this sound. It felt like it was moving, you know? I mean, you first find where the sound is coming from, and then you deal with the problem. And it was moving and moving and moving. And I got so frustrated that I couldn't figure out what it was. So I sit down. And what'd you do? I realized that the sound was me breathing out of my nose. <laughs> what? Yes. There was maybe like a little boogie in my nose or something. How did you so was doing like, like that much and not realize it was you? But doesn't that make sense? No. Why the sound was moving with me the whole time I checked oh. this window. It sounds like it's this window. Jordan Silver and Friends. Six to nine on 96.5 The Buzz. So this is kind of coming from two different places. At 625, we do On This Day in History. Mm-hmm. And Chris, when we have something that's older, you tend to pull a news clip from like the 20s, 30s, mm-hmm. 40s. And it sounds beautiful. I just love the way they speak. And they spoke in a specific way mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, and so when I, when I hear you play audio from that... Always gets me really interested. Um, and then also, Netflix has a show called Hollywood, and they did a little bit of explaining where the weird way that people talked back in the day, where it came from. And uh, you've got some audio about that. It was a language for the American upper class. People like FDR, Katherine Hepburn, Cary Grant, they all used it. But after World War II, the accent dwindled in popularity. With a growing middle class, an aristocratic accent was no longer fashionable. As for Hollywood, acting methods changed, and the accent was just too fake. Mm-hmm. So you have another clip of uh, of Catherine Hepburn. Yes. Doing the accent. So, Buzz Family, this is what it sounds like when it's being used. George, I'm going to. Why, why not? Well, I don't know. Then the fools with me. You can't do it. No. No. Come around about noon tomorrow. I mean today. Snob. Say, what do you mean, snob? You're the worst kind there is, an intellectual snob. Perfect example. <laughs> I mean, 
anytime you scroll through your channels and you see ta, uh, what the Turner Classic Network, mm-hmm. boom, they're talking like this. For sure. And it's beautiful, and it's gone now because it was no longer relevant, but it's such a beautiful way to talk that I was like, let's kind of rip it apart today on the show and see if we can, uh, we can learn how to talk like that. You want to learn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are three main things to think about when you're doing this, what they call mid-Atlantic old Hollywood accent. Linguistically speaking, it has three main tenets. One, drop the R, like mother and father. Two, emphasize the T, like writer and winter. And three, soften your vowels, like dance and car. Okay, sure. That makes it sound easy. Pretty easy, yeah. Yeah, you'd think. You'd think. But we've got some examples here of uh, how we can, and you can practice in the car too, Buzz family, as we do this. I want everybody in Kansas City talking like it's the 20s um, today. So the first rule is drop the R at the end of words. So that's like a Boston accent. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here's a sentence for you to try. Uh Uh-huh. I like dinosaurs and aviator sunglasses. Drop the R. I like dinosaurs and aviator sunglasses. I like dinosaurs and aviator sunglasses. Glasses. Glasses? Yes. Okay, 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 okay. So the second thing that you need to practice, BuzzFam, to do the old Hollywood accent, and I am no expert. I'm just trying this with you in the car right now. Uh, Second one is, second rule? The softer British vowels. How about uh, Martha? I want to go to dance class. Martha, Martha. There we go. Martha, I want to go to dance class. Does that sound good? You're so good. Oh, my yeah. God. I've been practicing kind of this morning. All right. All the, right. the last rule is emphasize the T. I found such a pretty little kitty, mother. I need some water for this one. Hold on. <laughs> we are doing, we're trying to learn the old Hollywood accent right now. Emphasize the T like crazy. Third part of, of being able to do this. Emphasize the T. I found such a pretty little kitty, mother. 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 Hmm. I'm going to practice that a little I'm bit more. more. It is beautiful, but it makes sense. It was like this uh, uh, aristocratic way that after World War II, people were like, nah, we're not going to talk like that anymore. And it's, looking at it analytically, it's like a Boston accent, kind of. Little With a little British portions of it right and they call it the mid-atlantic accent or the transatlantic accent and and, um they used it in old hollywood because it was a better way to speak and it was supposed to be like a recognizable accent Uh, but nobody talks like that anymore i mean like does miss b talk like that oh that would be wonderful but she if she has, she's lost it. Ah, damn it. Well, I mean, they got, pretty got rid of that in the 40s. So mm-hmm. uh, I want to go over this one more time. The rules or tips to trying the mid-Atlantic accent buzz fam. So you could try it in the car. The three main rules are, number one, drop the R at the end of words. Like dinosaur. Dinosaur. Uh, then soften the British vowels, of course. That's like a, hmm. Uh, a bottle, a bottle was brewing with a dinosaur. And then emphasize the T like crazy. I'm having trouble with this one, but maybe you aren't in the car. Uh, a tisket, a tasket. I love my yellow basket. Nope, I'm not good at that. But 
There's a couple other little tips that I saw in some videos to help master the old Hollywood mid-Atlantic accent. It said, you're talking out of your nose. Hmm. So make it really Nasally. high and mm -hmm. up there. Like this. <clears throat> you're talking out of your nose like this. Yeah. You can kind of hear that my nose is open mm -hmm. a little bit. Also, another tip is don't move your jaw. <laughs> So you're talking like that, but you don't move your jaw very much. It's <laughs> an interesting one. Yeah. What else they got? Uh, that the way of learning it is kind of like learning a melody to a song. The way that they speak it, hmm. it's more a melody than anything else. It's how opera singers learn their foreign languages. It's all by melody. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, this sad attempt by me. Uh, hope you're sounding better at trying it in the car, Buzz fam, but... There's a famous quote, uh, such conversation from the movie Philadelphia Story, and Catherine Hepburn is known as like the person mm -hmm. that had this accent. So uh, I wanted to play this clip so that everyone can hear it, and then we'll practice along with it, and then I will stop. You can't do it. No. No. Come around about noon tomorrow. I mean today. Snob. What do you mean, snob? You're the worst kind there is, an intellectual snob. So good. You ready? Oh, yeah. No, let's do this. <clears throat> All right, hit play. You can't do it. No. No. Come, Come around about noon tomorrow. tomorrow. I, I mean today. today. Snob. snob. What do you mean, snob? You're, You're the, the worst kind there is, an intellectual, intellectual snob. snob. I sounded like an evil villain and like, oh, man. Jordan Silver on the bus. COVID-19's ruined a lot of things, and I'm very excited that as things are starting to open up, my favorite pizza place and hangout is open again. Which is? Caddyshack. Hmm. In, like, I want to say it's River Market, but it's such on the edge of River Market downtown that it's like this other part of town that I haven't really ventured to. Mm -hmm. So I don't know exactly where it is. It's like right on the edge of, of River Market downtown. Caddyshack Pizza. It's uh, a place that, you know, Jeremy brought me to one of the first times that I was here. Coolest bar. Coolest people work there. Best damn pizza. Best damn pizza. Right. So yesterday, I didn't have any sleep and I was just like, you know what? I don't have any food. I don't have the energy to cook. I'm going to order Postmates. Oh my God! Caddyshack is open. Mm -hmm. So I ordered some Caddyshack pizza. How'd that go? I don't know if you do this when you order um, Postmates or not, but sometimes there's a little box that says special instructions. Okay. For like your yeah, food. Common things on orders. Right. I like to put a nice little message in there as for like the, a little surprise. For the driver? For the, well, this would probably go more towards the person that's cooking it because all the instructions like get sent to. Okay. The kitchen. That's what I'm guessing. Okay. You know, because if I said, like, uh, cut this into 50 pieces instead of four, it's that area. Oh, got it. Got it. Yeah. The driver can't cut your pizza for you. No. And if they do, ew. <laughs> Please don't do that. Anyway, so in the special instructions, I like to leave nice messages because okay. it's a little treat for the person that's working. I want you to know that I'm thinking about you as well, and I really appreciate what you're doing. Maybe they'll make your food with love and make it better. That's also another reason why I put something in there. But so, yeah, exactly. Just to brighten their day. So I put something in my special instructions. And there was an autocorrect. And I don't know what happened live. I don't know. I don't know. So what'd you, what'd you write? The sentence was, oh, my God, 
I miss your pizza so much. Can you tell what word in there? I miss your pizza, pizza. so much. Yes, I miss your pizza so much. What word could be? I don't know. <laughs> What's the subject of that sentence? Pizza. Right. That's the word. So it changed pizza to a different word. Yes. Just think. What would be so embarrassing that it would go in the Hall of Fame for what my phone? I mean, would the disease maybe go to... No, 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 no. Don't say it out loud. Start for the P. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I miss your pizza so much. And it auto-corrected to, oh, my God, I miss your... Mm-hmm. So much and sent. Why did it auto correct? I've never used that word before ever to describe that thing. First off, second off, I've never sent the sentence. Oh my god, I miss your blank. When did you so realize that it sent the the corrected term, the wrong one that you did not intend? After I hit send, it was that thing that your eyes just kind of see, and you're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I miss your pizza so much. And it's, I mean, let's be perfectly honest, it's me. I know that I play this, like, lonely, sad character on the radio, but in reality, that's me. So I'm really talking about a cat, if I ever use that word. I'm really talking about a cat. Follow the show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. Yesterday, I got that phone call I'm always dreading for my parents. <gasps> Are they okay? Did they pass away? No, they wanted to ask me a question about technology. Of course, they're fine. Oh, oh, oh. Jeez. Right. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Sorry. My parents just don't understand tech, and I tried. I troubleshooted my troubleshooting of it. And the only way to help them through this is to fly up there and do it for them. I'm telling you. I don't know how many times I'm just like, Google the problem. Mm-hmm. There's videos that explain everything. You don't need me. Just Google. No, no, no. They must call me. So they ran into a problem yesterday with their online banking. And um, we really, really got into it. So basically what happened was... They were able to view their online banking up until yesterday, mm-hmm. and then they were no longer able to view it using a specific browser. Why? Because of, well, you'll find out in a second. So I was like, what What happens? And they're like, nothing happens when, when we go to the website. And I was like, nothing? It's just like thinking. Mm-hmm. Then you have to clear your cash. Mm-hmm. My parents are like, what's your cash? And I was like, just believe me. I'm not having this conversation. I'm not explaining this to you. Did he open his wallet? Uh, go to these, yeah, go to these... <laughs> Go to this website, go to this place and click this button and just do it. Trust me. That's it. Mm -hmm. All right. Clear your cache. Close out the browser. Restart it. Can you see your online banking? No. Still the same thing. 20 minutes later, I finally find out that my parents are able to view something. They're just not telling me what it is. So it's not a blank screen like they're saying. What is it? It's the expired certificate, security certificate. Oh, where it says the website might be at risk? Yes. You know what that is, right? Can you explain it to the Buzz family? Yeah, those certificates are basically like the gatekeeper for each individual website. It makes sure all of your information is safe, and every so often those gatekeepers expire, and they're no longer valid. That was the problem. Their certificate expired. 45 minutes later, that was the problem. (laughs) There's nothing wrong. I don't know what's going on. There's nothing on the screen. Finally, it was the security certificate had expired. And yes, it's a bank website and it was trusted information that they mm-hmm. wanted to put. But man, when my parents see the word trust on their computer, uh-uh. Out the door. No. <laughs> Completely. They're like, no. Uh, so they called the bank before they called me because they were trying to troubleshoot their problem. Yeah. 
And nobody at the bank knew about this problem. What did they tell the bank the problem was? Exactly what... <laughs> true, true. <laughs> Probably the, gift, the certificate thing. And, um, and the bank is like, we have no idea what is going on here. Uh, and I'm like, well, duh, because he called a teller. It's a website problem, Mom. It's a browser problem, Mom. They called the bank? They called the bank. Well, obviously, you know what's wrong with the website? Obviously, your website is not secure. I mean, I can uh, see why they would do these things. They're yeah. very analog ways to fix a digital problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the bank, no, I had no idea what was going on. And, um, so so that they, didn't help at all? No. So when they called me, and we finally got to the fact that it was the security certificate issue, I'm just like... Do you trust the website? It's our banking website. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Click trust and your banking will appear. No. Why not? It's just a little button. Right. Well, I don't know. This shouldn't be coming up. Why would this be an issue now? Mom, security certificates on the internet expire. It's just asking you to do it again. Well, what if they steal my information if I click yes? Mom, they won't <laughs> steal your information if you click yes. You still have to log in. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is accepting access to this page, saying that this page is safe for you to go in. You don't have to enter your information here. Oh, no, this is because of Obama. This is because of Obama. <laughs> what? No way. Obama! The liberals want to steal all my stuff. <sighs> so then they're like, listen, if this, was a, if this is a banking problem, why did our bank not know about it? this is a security problem for the bank why did our bank not know about it and why didn't they have any idea that this was going on and i was like mom because one has ever called in about authenticating (laughs) a security certificate that's why they don't know about your problem because people are like trust trust if you don't trust then don't trust my mom's like and so i was like just push the trust button and she's like no i won't i don't think this is right i was like well then you're gonna have to go to the bank and do it the old-fashioned way because it's the only way around this did they ever press trust? No, they still haven't oh. pressed trust. They're gonna go, did they say they're going to go to the bank then? But they're also mad about the fact that they can't get access on their computer so that they have to go to the bank. They're like, oh, our phone, it doesn't work on our phones either. It's Verizon's fault. I'm like, it's not your phone company's fault. It's the trust certificate on your website. It's like there's a feather in the way and all they have to do is blow it out of the way. And they're, but they're afraid of the feather. Because Obama put it there. The liberals put it there. Jordan Silver on the bus. Christopher, you live in Raytown. I do. And I live downtown. And last night, I'm laying in bed. It's like 9.30. Mm-hmm. It's been about an hour that I'm laying in bed trying to shut my stupid brain off so I can go to sleep. Never happens. Then all of a sudden, I heard bam, 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 bam. Like gunshots? That's what it sounded like. Bam, 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 bam. What do you think think it was? Gunshots, of course. Downtown. Downtown. This is the first time you heard them? I've been really lucky, and I know that it's a privilege to not have to be used to hearing sounds like that. Mm -hmm. You know? I mean, guns are wild here in Kansas City, but I have not been around many or in the area where there are a lot of those sounds. Did that threaten your feeling of safety? Well, the thing is, I live 30 stories up, you know? You, you do know that guns can travel, bullets can travel at least 30 stories. It's right? going to be a very good sharpshooter to make it all the way up to 30 stories. Like the highest building up down there. But I don't know. Like, have you heard 
Gunshots? gunshots? Yeah. And how do you feel when you hear them? I ha- I don't hear gunshots much where I live now, but my previous place in KCK, they were nightly on the reg. Do you just get used to it? Uh, yeah, you do. You, 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 because you go by so many day, nights of hearing the pow, 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 and then nothing ever happened. And what is, what registers in your head? Are you just like, all right, well, that wasn't close enough for me to be worried. I'm going to go back to watching Wheel of Fortune? I suppose the, the distance that it would be, the, the closer it is, you'll maybe be worried a little bit more. Right. But <laughs> how close were did it sound were it like on your block or was it a little further it away? It sounded really close. But then again, I am 30 stories up, so sound is weird. Mm-hmm. You know, we also, <laughs> I don't know how this is possible, but there are times when with my windows shut, I can hear somebody listening to music in their car down on the ground, 30 stories down. How is that possible? They're listening real loud. I'm telling you, it's wild, the things that you can hear up there. Of course, all uh, all night I hear the damn trains going, boop, 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 boop. It's kind of crazy, but yesterday, I, you know, I'm, I'm very safe in the building that I live in. And again, it's a, it's a privilege to not um, have to hear that all the time. But, you know, it was scary. So what's the first thing you do when you hear something like that? Like a loud couple bangs and you're like, oh, my God, was that gunshots? What's the first thing you do? I suppose you would... Duck. Okay. Take cover. I went on Reddit <laughs> to ask what the bangs were. Yes, that's. What, yes, I know. I know. I know. Did, this is. Did they have an answer for you? Yes. You know what hat there was? Yes. What was it? Fireworks. Someone I don't know why on Eleventh and Grand last night at nine thirty lit off fireworks like we have something to celebrate. What could they be celebrating? This is awful. Did you see the fireworks? No, I didn't see the fireworks. That also bums me out. Mm. You do have a good view view for fireworks, but... I do, but honestly, like, who's lighting off fireworks 9.30 at night downtown on Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, May 12th? Maybe they're celebrating something. Yeah, what are they celebrating? That's what I'm trying to figure out. The... We're not quite reopened yet, are we? No. Not that. What's the best thing that you can think of that maybe they'd be celebrating? The fact that they weren't gunshots? Catch Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on The Buzz. Buzz family, we are here to make you feel better. To be positive so that you can get in a good mindset because you turn on the news this morning, oh my god, awful. And it's so bleak and gray and cloudy out, we want to bring some bright and sunshine to your ways. If we're supposed to be so positive, because Lazo told us we had to be, Mm -hmm. then when we play the music and it's negative... It contradicts what we try to do. It does. So what I've done is I have temporarily made some edits in some of the most popular Buzz songs to make them more positive. So appropriate. And it went over pretty well yesterday, so I did a couple more today, like Joan Jett's Bad Reputation. Ooh, how did you change that one? Well, she doesn't give a damn about her bad reputation. Oh, no, no, no. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't pollute. Hoot hoot. See? She doesn't give a hoot about her bad reputation. And she tells you not to pollute in there. Another song that I thought was very negative that needed a a little... Actually, just 
two words change. Alien Ant Farm song, Smooth Criminal. You know the Michael Jackson mm-hmm. cover? It goes, you've been hit by, you've been struck by a smooth criminal. It's not good. I did this. A law-abiding citizen. No longer a smooth criminal, a law-abiding citizen. Yesterday, we were talking about Gives You Hell by All-American Rejects. That's not positive. No. Well, you see my face. Hope it gives you hell. Hope it gives you hell. Well, I've changed it to this. When you see my face, hope it gives you bliss. Hope it gives you pizzance. When you walk my way, hope it gives you comfort. gives you good fortune. Pizzazz was the word that was really hard for the text program to say. I'm liking this. Instead of gives you hell, it gives you pizzazz. Uh, Billie Eilish, No Time to Die. We talked out of that song yesterday. And so the line goes, now you'll never see me cry. There's just no time to die. This is the positive spin that I put on it. Plenty of time to improve. Just no time to die, really. We've got plenty of time to improve. Mm. Self care is very important. Exactly. I mean, this one, this next one doesn't even need an introduction. It's Johnny Cash's cover of Nine Inch Nails, Hurt. Mm. Here we go. You could have it all. My Entire collection of Pokemon cards. <laughs> I won't. anymore he is gonna make you pancakes it completely changes it for the better we all know this next artist all jay breeze blocks no one really knows what they're saying there's a lot of mumble talk but Mm -hmm. i did an edit just in case take a listen to the new positive edit of alt j's breeze blocks follow jordan silver on instagram (laughs) at j-o-r-d-i-n silver follow her now is that what they're saying? Ooh. I didn't know that when you decipher Alt-J's breeze blocks, they're really saying, don't follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. But follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. J-O-R-D-I-N. <clears throat> What's the next one, Jordan? Marcy Playground, Sex and Candy. Mm. I smell sex and candy in here. I don't know. just sounds weird to me. So I fixed it. Here is the new version positive version of Marcy Playground Sex and Candy. Like disco superfly. A nice vanilla candle. Yeah. <laughs> Much better. Who lit that in here? <laughs> Instead of it's smelling like sex and candy, which honestly that probably stinks. It can't be good. Somebody lit a nice vanilla candle. I would approve of that. Exactly. They should light one in here. God. So I can't take credit for this next one. I had my friend help me with it because I'd done so many of these that I had no brain left. Mm -hmm. But the band is She Wants Revenge. The song is Tear You Apart. The line originally goes As I whisper in your ear, I want to bleeping tear you apart. That's negative. So bad. My friend made this suggestion. Kindly buy you a car. Instead of tearing someone apart, they want to kindly buy you a car. I love that. Mm-hmm. This one is my absolute favorite of all of the ones that I've done. It's Sublime's Wrong Way. We know the line exactly how the song starts. Annie's 12 years old 
and two more she'll be a whore. It's not a way to talk about a lady. No, it's not. So I fixed that. Take a listen to this. Fourteen. <laughs> right, am I wrong? Technically, you're correct. And he's twelve years old. In two more, she'll be fourteen. Fourteen. There we go. So here's the thing. I have been sending these to Laszlo. I was, has he been approving of that? I wanted him to approve it because I think that we should be switching some of the music just temporarily mm-hmm. to these edits yeah. so that when members of the Buzz family listen, they can be put in a good mood with what we're saying and it works with the music. Consistency is important. What did Laszlo say? I have his response. I did it in a little text to talk thing so that, you know, it's radio. When I asked Laszlo, hey, can we make these switches to these songs? This is exactly what Laszlo texted me. Jordan, let the artists write the lyrics. While I enjoyed some of the edits, the panic at the disco one was my favorite. It is my firm belief that turning something from sad to happy should be left to drugs or therapy, or perhaps both. Also, why did she jump from 12 to 14? That made me sad that she missed an entire year of her life. Kids grow up too soon already. Stay safe and wear a mask. Love, Laszlo. I mean, he's technically right with that girl missing a year. Annie's 12 years old in two more. Obviously, two more. They're talking about years. She'll be 14. Well. Can you positive that up? I did. Jordan. (laughs) Don't. Let the artists write the lyrics. I enjoyed your edits. It is my firm belief that you are very good at turning things from sad to happy. (laughs) Also, you deserve a big fat raise. Yes. Stay sexy. Love. Laszlo. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. As an extrovert, I like to make friends. I can never have enough cool people in my life. And sometimes, especially now that we're all stuck inside, a place that you can meet new people, Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely the first place you should go. You can meet people there. Yeah. Right. And so it's been a minute because you guys were trying to tell me that people are weird and that these ads are weird. But I really think that they're completely clean and I don't know what's wrong with you guys. Um, but I took some time off and then I came back to Craigslist and since this coronavirus thing. And I found some people that are in need of friends or advice. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like this first Craigslist thing that I found, this ad is called Clean It Up. Mm. Okay? It goes like this. Dirty men, let me help you clean it up. I've got all the time in the world to come over and scrub all the mess that you've made when you've been a dirty boy sitting home alone. I mean, come on. Guys are pretty gross, especially if they live alone. Agreed. People say that when I'm done cleaning, they can smell my products for days. Mm. And my nickname is the human vacuum cleaner. Oh, my God. Stacey, this is not going well. I wrote them. Dear HVC. (laughs) Wow, with a nickname like the human vacuum cleaner, no wonder you got into the cleaning business. That is a very clever thing. However, I think you might have posted in the wrong section. This is the community section. I would probably advertise for your cleaning service in the job section of Craigslist. Oh, um, I, I don't even know what this man's thinking. I need... To clean myself after hearing... I need, like, eight showers after hearing that ad. <laughs> Human vacuum cleaner. But, uh, I wonder... They, you know what they should do? They should get... Oh, I need to write them back. Uh, they should have, like, Human Vac somehow as their their license plate. You know, to do that extra kind of Robin advertising Ross? for their service, their cleaning service? No, this is probably... Uh, uh, 
hidden, not known nickname, maybe? No, they said it right in here. My nickname is the human vacuum cleaner. Does anyone else's stomach hurt? I don't think she should encourage them to move their post from community to jobs, though, because I don't think they're going to be able to get paid for their services. What? Um, oh, that's unfair. <laughs> it is not the kind of economy right now where people do not have somebody come over, clean your house like this person, the human vacuum cleaner, God. and then not pay them. That's messed up. <sighs> All right, here's another one. Looking for a cougar. Hey there, are there any cougars out there that are bored? I'm looking for athletic, height, weight, proportionate, hungry cougars that are ready to have me as lunch or dinner, day or night. I can come to you. She doesn't think they want an actual cat, right? I think she does. So I wrote back, hey, cougar person. <laughs> I always give them a nickname, you know, because they don't put their names on this. I don't know why. Uh, hey, cougar person. I just checked. The KC Zoo is closed until April oh 1st. My, she does. After that, you can go visit all the cougars that you want. Oh, so now they have a cougar zoo. And apparently there are specific height, weight. Um, proportions yeah. for cougars. Well, I mean, you know, they've got to look nice. <laughs> you can't, at the KC Zoo, you can't have some overweight cougars just like, you don't want like a short stubby cougar, you know? Like, right. The, yeah. the kids would be like, that's weird. What's wrong with that cougar? <laughs> that's definitely what they would say for sure. Here's another ad called Problem Solver. This is in Blue Springs. <sighs> If you're a married woman and home alone during this quarantine, I would like to fix all of your problems with my magic wand. It's six inches and very thick. It's a per... <laughs> it's the perfect size wand for you to hold in your hand, shake around, and make all of your problems go away. Hit me up. This isn't the kind of magic that you want. <laughs> what are you talking about? I wrote back, dear problem solver, I didn't think magic existed in this world until I read your ad. It sounds like you're a very selfless person, and I hope that you're able to wave your magic wand and fix a lot of married women's problems. We need more people like you in this time of need. Hey, also, would you do me a favor and shake your magic wand for me, please? <laughs> If you continue with that, you might lose your gold star status. Um, actually, the guy responded. This is the first person that has what? ever responded. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he well, replied, how? Sure, lady. And then he sent me an inappropriate photo. I don't know. No. Yeah. Yeah. There was no magic wand in that inappropriate photo. Was there, though, a magic stick? No, it was just an inappropriate photo. Oh. My first one of those I've ever got, too weird <gasps> you finally okay yeah you finally seen one mm -hmm. i mean this guy wants to solve all the problems he's got a magic wand you know everybody loves harry potter like this is great what are you making that face for chris does everybody love harry potter yeah <laughs> i don't magic um, is in the what kind of problems do you think he's solving with married women all of them probably the problems that they're having with their husbands right and aren't magic wands like 12 13 inches long i don't know what the oh you're right he does have a short he says it's very thick, though, his magic wand. <laughs> maybe it makes up for it that way, you know? Oh, the girth definitely outweighs the length. Is yeah, maybe his magic is more about the motion than the actual it's size of the... Right, boat. it's more about what it can do yeah. than the size of the magic wand. I'm sure you just wave it and... You just like wave it around like you just don't care. You grab it and just go at it like that. Like yeah, just yeah. we don't know anything about how real magic works. You have to really shake the magic out of it. Yeah, you spin it around like a helicopter. <laughs>
That's a weird thing to do, but anyway. Uh, and the last one, right back, Jordan Silver, uh, friends that I'm trying to make on Craigslist, but I really feel like this person needs advice more. It's called Nurse Wanted. Hmm. Uh-oh. And it says, I am looking for a kind, gentle, nurturing woman that's a nurse. I want to hold you tight and let me nurse on you. Wait. So I wrote back, Dear Nurse Wanted. I'm not sure if you've been watching the news or not, but all nurses are really busy right now with this coronavirus pandemic. It's great that you want to show them appreciation by nursing on them uh, as they work very hard. But I think it's best as a society, we let them do their thing. And when this pandemic is over, we can all nurse on them. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I think the last, per- last thing any nurse wants right now is to be nursed on. By some sort No, they want to be taken care of by by us. Have you had a child like, all recently, they do, Jordan? No, all they do is take care of sick people. These poor nurses. I want to take care of them now by whatever I guess the term's nursing on them. How many how many nurses do you think each nurse could handle? Like, I don't know, but after all their hard work on the front lines of this thing, they, they deserve one person nursing on them, maybe two people nursing on them at a time. Sure, whatever to show our appreciation after this pandemic is over to our nurses. I feel I've, like it's up to the nurse to determine how many people people to nurse them. Yeah, how many they want know? nursing on them. Right. I mean, whatever. some can take more than others, and that's just up to them. You yeah, know? Jordan, I've got two. Can you nurse me? <laughs> You're not a nurse. Are we talking about something different here? Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the Radio.com app. There's only one thing left for this show. Some may say saving the best for last. No one says that. No one has said that about this. No, only you have said that. When you decided that you had mastered the cigar box guitar and you put it down because you didn't want to practice anymore. (laughs) My fingers hurt. So, BuzzFam, thanks to the coronavirus, we can't have any guests. We can't have any performances in the studio. can't have any of that. So, I'm here to save the day. Yes. <laughs> this is going to be the only like live performance in the studio until tomorrow, which we're actually going to do a performance for you, Buzz family. Mm. It's a secret performance. Don't worry. I got it. I got it. I got it. Great. <laughs> I got it. Nothing I love more than hearing that. <laughs> Musical performance. Um, so, Stacey, we've given you about three hours and... Um, 30 years to learn how to play the cigar box guitar and uh, wanted you just to do this little easy part the opening part of Drunken Lullabies by Flogging Molly yeah um, hold on I gotta hear it because I can't remember it because I'm I'm not I can do this for you I'm hold good. on hold I'm on we'll it goes a little something like this okay you guys ready for it this? it goes like that you got that I'm not plugged into it anymore alright ready <laughs> what you guys ready to hear this? Yeah. Th- all right. This is Stacey Moody playing the c- cigar box. She just wants to play the opening part of Drunken Lullabies by Flogging Molly, and then we can all go home. Okay. And go. <laughs> so that was supposed to sound like this. Stacey, you want to give that one, yeah. more, one more shot? Play you want you here. I'll play it with oh, yeah, the music, yeah. and we'll see right. if you... Ready? Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Jordan.
Jordan Silver and friends on the bus. I have this thing in my life, and, and my parents have it as well. My brother does too. It's, it's a family thing where people just like to open up to us. Random people. Mm-hmm. Random people. Like when my dad and I got here, when I was moving here, we went to a Walmart. We're walking in, and this woman comes out, and she just is like, I don't know what I'm going to do about this thing, and blah, 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 blah. She just has this full conversation with us, and we just look at each other. We don't know who this lady is. We don't know her problems. Just there's something about me and the vibe that I put out that just the weirdest things that you could never guess could happen are the things that happen. Like this one time I ordered a bike, mm-hmm. right? Got the box, opened it up, pulled the bike out. It had one wheel. What? They forgot a wheel? They forgot a wheel. Who gets the one with one <laughs> wheel? Me. I didn't order a unicycle. I didn't order a unicycle. Kind of important. Uh, if I had a dollar for every time that I go to the bathroom somewhere, and then I'm just doing my own business, and all of a sudden the lights shut off. That Not happens? A lot. Really? Yes. It's because I'm super unlucky. So I had this thing happen this weekend. It was a holiday weekend. I uh, had a couple drinks, Mm -hmm. you know, and because of that and the fact that I'm getting close to 40, hangovers suck. They're lasting longer? And stay, yes. And hurting more. (sighs) Way, way, way more. It's awful. Like two-day hangovers. Why do you continue? Because it's fun. Anyway, so I've been eating really well. But I decided, you know, no, screw it. I want something greasy and, you know. Okay. So you ordered something? Yep. I went to McDonald's and I ordered a quarter pounder with cheese. And I ordered it just like that. Okay. Could I have the number two? A quarter pounder with cheese. Okay, cool. Simple. What do you want to drink? Coke. Cool. What size? Medium. Sounds good. Pull around. Pay the person. Thank you very much. Go to the next window. Pick up your food. I do. Put it in my car. Drive all the way home. Bring it all the way upstairs to my apartment, oh. open it up, and I looked at the hamburger and it had no cheese. <laughs> no cheese. There's this thing that happens. I call them Jordanisms. It's the absolute least most expected thing that could happen in a situation to screw it up. It is what happens. I told you I ordered <laughs> I ordered I ordered powder with cheese. It didn't come with cheese. It's in the name. It doesn't always happen with food. I mean, I've told you this story before. The one time in my life I was lucky and I knew someone and I got to go on a private plane. Mm -hmm. And then the Uber picked me up and then the woman Mm. was crying. Yeah. Because she was mad at her husband. Yeah. And so she's like crying about her life and then it's like, all right, where am I dropping you off? Oh, hi, I need to go to a private plane. Uh, You're really bringing this one time in my life moment down. Also, it's not that it always happens at McDonald's, but the note that I saw was one time I ordered McDonald's chicken nuggets. Okay. I ordered McDonald's chicken nuggets. Okay. What would happen? Got home, opened it up. <laughs> it was cookies. What? There were no nuggets in there. It was cookies. I'm telling you the weirdest stuff happens. Hashtag Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Welcome to Jordan Silver and Friends Masterpiece theater this quarantine has people doing some serious cleaning and one of my friends found titanic fan fiction that she wrote when she was 11 fan fiction is 
when you take a story and then as a fan you write whatever the hell you want the story starts to divert from the original story when rose starts seeing visions that is where my friend took liberty at 11 years old jack will be read by christopher i will be rose our narrator is dustin and all the other stuff stacy moody are you guys ready for jsaf masterpiece theater I think we can do this. All right, let's go. Welcome to the theater. Scene one, the beginning. The setting, the Titanic. Rose is standing over the railing on the bow of the ship. Rose closed her eyes as she prepared herself to jump. Don't do it. She turned her head and saw a blonde young man about her age standing there. Stay back. Don't come any closer. Come on, just give me your hand. They would so not be doing that in 2020. They would need hand sanitizer and gloves. Stacey, we're trying to read. Can you shut up, please? Sorry. That was not your part. Sorry. <laughs> You're crazy. That's what everybody says. But with all due respect, miss, I'm not the one hanging off the back of a ship here. Come on, give me your hand. You don't want to do this. He offered his hand to her. She grabbed his hand and suddenly felt something strange. No, it wasn't that this penniless boy had rough hands or a hangnail. It was something else. She closed her eyes. Suddenly, she saw people running to try to get to lifeboats. She was still on the Titanic. She turned around and looked for something she knew. She saw Mr. Andrews, the shipmaster. Young Rose, you need to get the lifeboat. You need to be safe. Titanic is... Oh, God. That's a bacon. It's supposed to be an Irish accent, Stace. Okay. Titanic is sinking, man. It's just Irish accent. Rose opened her eyes and saw that she was still standing stern of the ship, holding this young man's hand. He pulled her over to the other side safely, and she was perfectly fine. She quickly sat down at the bench and tried to figure out what had just happened. Was that a daydream or a vision of the future? That's the end of scene one. Uh, there is a note from uh, the author. Hope you guys like it so far. <laughs> Review, like, and subscribe to my story. Okay, thanks. Bye. All right. Oh, scene two. Do I get some more parts here? <laughs> <laughs> Realization. Rose decided to go find Jack and thank him for what he did yesterday. In the confusion of the, what she's calling flashes, she forgot her manners and didn't thank him correctly. She walked around the ship. Rose! Hey, Rose! Over here! Hello, Jack! Hey there, Rose. Hi! How are you today, Rose? Oh, my God. Are you serious? This is the most riveting conversation ever. Stacey, shut up. We're trying to read fan fiction about Titanic that my friend wrote when she was 11. For some reason, Jack really liked being around her, which was weird because he normally wasn't into redheads. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dawson. Jack. I... The name's Jack. Okay. Jack. Oh, my God. How are you guys doing this? This is d the worst dialogue. Stacey, my friend was 11 when she wrote this. Yeah, you can tell. Relax. Rose stopped to walking and thought for a second. Her mind seemed to go blank. <laughs> like when she tries to play along with Jeopardy on the TV. Her mind went blank. <laughs> she didn't know why it sounded so familiar. Jack, I want to thank you for what you did. A handy would be fun. <laughs> Eleven? <laughs> I'm not familiar with that term, Jack. Oh, well, that's when you put your hand on my... Suddenly, she stopped talking. She knew exactly where that was from. Ever since she got on the ship, she had been having visions. She just realized that this was the exact same thing as her vision. Her face filled with confusion. So her visions predicted the future? 
Rose, you all right? You've been staring blankly at me for about five minutes and drooling. <laughs> Rose wipes the drool off her mouth. <laughs> I said a handy would be fine. <laughs> Bring it back. Suddenly, she got the feeling again. Was this another flashback, or did she have gas from the oyster? After a continuous fart that lasted so long, she wished the Guinness Book of World Records was there to time her. She began to have another flashback. <laughs> oh, my God. She was in the first-class part of the ship. Everything was chaos. She turned around and ran inside the ship. Oh, thank goodness I found you, Mr. Andrews. Ross! I think you're hot, too. And I would love to go down to the cargo deck and do the sweaty window slap thing with you in a 1912 Ford Model T. <laughs> Uh, that's not what I'm looking for. Um, you're way too old for me. Yeah, you would treat me right, just like every girl, though. I would rather be with somebody that's hot and treats me bad. So I need to go find that scrawny poor boy. Where would the master at arms take someone under arrest? Suddenly, her vision started to fade away, and she was back in real life. She found herself at the dinner table. She looked around and noticed that everyone was staring at her. My God, Rose, what was that? What do you mean? You were eating dinner, and then all of a sudden you levitated from your chair, started speaking Latin, and giving us all the finger. It was kind of rude. What? Yeah, that was my sweet pea. Oh, I'm Cal now, by the way. <laughs> she does stuff like that sometimes. It's really nice when it's in bed. It's really weird when it's in public, though. Jack and Cal fist bump. Everyone, I'm fine. Let's continue to eat this lovely meal of Irish immigrants that the chef cooked up from third class. Anybody ready for eyeball soup? <laughs> she missed Jack, so she decided to go look for him. She found him at the stern of the ship, smoking a crappy rolled cigarette from the olden days. Rose, what are you doing here? I want to be with you, not him. They both smiled at each other, and Jack held his hand out to Rose. That is the end of that chapter. Thank God. After being total douchebags and running through the working part of the ship while being chased by Lovejoy and Rose wearing a white dress but yet not getting anything on there despite the fact that she just ran through a ton of coal. I wrote that part, by the way. Jack and Rose <laughs> realize they've lost Lovejoy and safely walk into the stateroom laughing. Don't artists need good lighting? That is true, but I am not used to working in such horrible conditions. Rose looked at him and smiled. Somehow, even she had seen this movie before and knew that we were about to get to the part where you have to switch the VHS tape. But first, she went into the closet. She had been thinking about experimenting with women for a very long time after having an encounter with her best friend Gertrude in sixth grade, but decided that she was probably bisexual and should go back to Jack. She opened the safe. She gently took out her heart of the ocean to show it to Jack. What is it? A sapphire? A diamond. A very rare diamond called the Heart of the Ocean. Jack stood there in awe as he looked deeply into the diamond. I want you to draw me like your French girl. That's my part. Shut up, Stacy. <laughs> Fine. I want you to draw me like one of your French girls. I said it better. Mm -mm. Okay. Wearing this. Wearing only this. Wearing this. <laughs> Wearing only this. We're very close to the end of this, thank God. And her tatas are hanging fan, out. <laughs> fan fiction written by my friend when she was 11. Titanic fan fiction. Let's go. Rose got the feeling again. The goddamn oysters. She knew they didn't go well with her digestive system, but she loved them anyways. After another record-breaking continuous toot, she had another vision. This time, she found herself floating in the ocean. There were people all around her, but there was an eerie silence all around. That's when she realized everyone was frozen. At that moment, 
everyone floating around her in the ocean was dead. She also realized that if she died along with them, she would miss the important and exciting events that would happen in the future. Like the Spanish flu influenza that killed half the population, or the stock market crash, or the Great Depression, or 9-11. Rose then remembered Jack, the poor boy that was kind of hot but hadn't quite peaked when they were filming this movie. <laughs> she swam around looking everywhere. Finally, she came across herself floating on a door, holding on to that door, but submerged in the water was Jack. Dude, they both could have survived if she just would have moved her fat ass over a Stacey, little bit shut and let him up. on the Stacey. door, too. Rose shut your mic off. Rose began to sing softly. Romeo, take me somewhere we can be alone. I'll be waiting. All you have to do is run. You'll be the prince and I'll Okay, Jordan, we're not doing Taylor Swift. All right. When she Ugh. sang the line, baby, just say yes. Didn't even get to that part, but... She pointed at Jack. Just like Taylor Swift did to Jordan Silver on April 19, 2013 at 9.48 p.m. <sighs> when Jordan was front row at a Red concert in Atlanta, Georgia, this tiny moment in history would spark Jordan's obsession slash appreciation of Taylor Swift. Good Back God. to the actual story. But Jack hey. was absolutely still when she pointed. Like all the other people, Rose's heart sunk. No, this couldn't happen. Jack couldn't die. And if he did die right there, frozen in the water like that, did he also poop himself? Because <laughs> your sphincter relaxes itself when you die, and most people poop themselves. But since he was frozen, was that even possible? Did the poop inside him just freeze, or did he, you know, poop his poor person overalls? A tear rolled down her cheek in real life. No! No! This can't happen! This can't be possible! Rose! Rose, what's wrong? Is she still totally naked at this point, or has she got the robe on yet? Rose opened her eyes Thank you. <laughs> and saw that she was back in her suite with Jack. She kept sobbing. Rose, tell me what's wrong. In hysterics, totally naked with her boobs flapping in the wind, <laughs> ah, Rose okay. walked over the couch and sat down. She didn't say a word. <laughs> Rose, there's something wrong. I know it. You just did the same thing you did at dinner <laughs> last night. One second you're here, and the next you're spewing green liquid like the exorcist, which wouldn't exist for another 70-something years. <laughs> Jack... If I told you, you would think that I'm insane. You're really hot, Rose. <laughs> and really hot girls are always insane. I wrote now that, too. <laughs> tell me what's going on. I've been having these, um, these visions. See? Hot girls are always crazy. And what have you been seeing in these visions, Rose? Well, the first time I had a flash was when you were saving me from jumping, and I saw the Titanic sinking, and, and then the second time I had a flash... No, uh, Rose, you just had bad gas. You know you shouldn't eat the oyster. You're right. My doctor told me to avoid them at all costs, but they're so damn good. Rose leans over on one cheek and lets a tiny toot slip out. Um, okay, now about these visions, what did you see? I saw what looked like the Titanic had gone completely under, and there were people floating in the ocean, and most of them were frozen. Let it go. Jack slaps Rose. Even though this happened a hundred years before that stupid movie came out, and a hundred years before that stupid song was written, he still hates it. Uh, Jack, my last vision, I saw you, but you, you, you were dead. Damn, Rose. Couldn't you, like, have eased me into that or anything? Rose burst out into tears and grabbed Jack. Rose, it's all right. Rose, Rose, it'll be okay. We can find a way to fix this. How are we going to fix this? In about two minutes, the Titanic is going to hit a giant iceberg that's going to tear the ship apart. We cannot stop that from happening. 
Jack's mind was racing now. He knew that Rose wasn't lying about this. Ironically, this whole we're going to die soon thing really started to turn Jack on. Jack held on to Rose as they sat on the living room couch. Unfortunately, he held her a little too tight, oh, and God. another one of the oyster toots came out. <laughs> Dude, that's the end. Oh, God. Thank okay. God. <laughs> I, have, I have another note from the author that reads... That's it, guys. I'm not grounded anymore, so I'm going to go out and kiss boys in real life and not just write about them in fan fiction. You losers need to go outside and get a real life. Okay, thanks. Bye. Follow Jordan Silver on Instagram at J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. All right, Christopher, you are our car guy. Mm -hmm. And when I found out there were 14 Fast and Furious movies, I wanted to know if you could name, I don't know, four of them, five of them? How many of these can you name? I could, I might, might be able to list a few of them off. Okay, cool. Well, then let's do it. Okay, let's start with the first one. Okay. The Fast and the Furious. Yep. Then it was Too Fast, Too Furious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. Yep. Then it was just Fast and Furious. And then five was Fast Five. <laughs> that, is cor- that is correct, yes. Uh, was it six was Fast and Furious? Furious 6? Yes. Okay. Here's the thing. This makes me want to die because I don't know how you are with files and stuff, Mm -hmm. file names. I'm very clean. Yeah. Looking at this list of the 14 Fast and the Furious movies, (laughs) these people, there is no consistency with the naming. No, not at all because I believe there's... F9? Yep, F9. And then The Fate of the Furious? Yep, that was a Fast and the Furious movie. Oh my gosh. Then they're like Fast 7 or... it's. That's where it starts getting weird. Fast and the Furious, Better Luck Tomorrow. What? Too Fast, Too Furious, The Turbocharged Prelude. Oh my goodness. Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious 4, Los... I'm not good at Spanish, (laughs) even though I am half Spanish. Then we go to Fast 5. Fast and Furious 6, Furious 7, The Fate of the Furious, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, No. F9, No. Fast and Furious 10. And somehow that equals 14. One, two, three. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. They got lazy at the end. F9? F9. Let's just name them the same damn thing. That makes my teeth hurt. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Um, but I was looking up something totally different on my phone, and did you look? Did you see what that was? What you looked up on your phone? Yeah. No, what was it? Jordan, thong underwears. Yeah. Why were you looking up those? Okay, because masks are required now. Yeah. Basically everywhere. I mean, starting tomorrow, it's really going to be. But like, you just got to get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody in my building, including the security guards, everybody's wearing them. You got to wear them to even go check your mail and everything. And it's just really funny because I've noticed when people pull their mask out of their pocket to put it on, yeah, it always looks like we're carrying around thong underwear. Because oh. it's got like the two straps and then it's like this dainty little piece of cloth. It just looks like we're all carrying around underwear. And yes. so I wanted to make sure it was the right underwear. But yeah, it looks just, it looks like anytime pulls, someone pulls their mask out of their pocket to put on, which apparently you're not supposed to do. You're supposed to put it in a plastic bag. But it looks like someone's pulling some like thong underwear <laughs> pocket. And then putting it up to their nose and sniffing it before they put it on their ears. Way to make it gross, Chris. Yes. <laughs> 
Well, that's where you got to put it to your face before you make it effective. The good thing, there is a, besides the fact that it keeps, I'm putting this in air quotes, keeps us um, extra safer mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. with wearing a mask. I noticed a benefit living downtown and wearing a mask. What? Especially in the summer. Now the river market smell, like the toilet smell, yeah. is a little less strong. Now, when I've got a piece of cloth I'm breathing into, oh. it still smells it's like still a toilet. There. Yeah, but it's just a little less strong. So when I walk out to my car in the morning, it's kind of nice. You always have to focus on the positives in life. Yeah, instead of like sitting there in the room with the toilet, it's like the toilet's in another room. You know what I mean? What more can you ask for? With River Market, I don't know. If you need your Jordan Silver and Friends fixed during the weekend, check out Jordan's Instagram at J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.